We made it. We made it, guys. Game 162. Today, the Marlins finished their year against the Atlanta Braves just as we planned. Well, we didn't really, but these are kind of bolted on games because of the lockout. Nevertheless, we have made it. The 2022 season for the Marlins ends today. No more pain for the fish and for our fans. And if you have been watching the Marlins, also, if you've been following along with this podcast, thank you. Thank you for joining me all year long. Here's the other bit, though, guys. I'm still going to be here right through October and November with five episodes a week. And I'm delighted to welcome back onto the show today, pre-game, because, well, he is going to the game today, finishing off. Loud Marlins fan is back, and we are going to be digging into, well, today's action, but more looking at what moves perhaps the Marlins could or should be looking to make in this offseason. We're going to be focusing on the pitching and who unfortunately could be moved or expendable on today's Locked On Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England. Welcome to Locked On Marlins, your daily Marlins podcast with me, Peter Pratt. Follow me, of course, on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Please subscribe to the pod. We're still here through the offseason for you. If you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe there too. And you will see Chase is raring to go, ready for action for game 162. Chase, how are we doing, brother? We're doing all right. I'm ready to end. Let's get louder on a high note with a, a season-ending victory. That would be nice. That would be nice. Finish with a W. Donnie's last last game with the fish. Um, I'm intrigued to see, you know, whether Donnie comes over and, you know, shares an embrace with you. I don't know how closely you'd be sitting, but. <laughs> uh, I'll be sitting about seven feet from him of where he stands. So okay. I promise to give him a nice goodbye. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be he'll be looking out for that. Um, mate, just you know, in terms of the, uh, the 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 ballpark atmosphere and stuff this year, how have you found it? Um, obviously, you know, fans back in the stadium again and in the ballpark. It's been you know, Sandy's Beach has been a kind of nice little addition, I'd say. That the Marlins are trying different things, I think, to re-energize this fan base. But from your perspective, you've been there, you know, relatively frequently. What's been your assessment this year? In 2021. My biggest gripe was the lack of owning up to the championships that this team had won and the mm. legacy of the Marlins organization. Yeah. They changed that, as we saw at the beginning of the season, by adding the uh, large banners in left field. Mm. If you, when you get to see the stadium, and I hope you finally do this season, you'll walk in at the main entrance in. Uh, behind home plate, you'll walk into the mural of the championship trophies. That was what we looked forward to this year. And we look forward to a team that on paper, give or take some small roles, was built to compete. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, the fans showed up. I think we came home after the first road trip. It was a five-game road trip, if you remember, versus yeah. uh, San Francisco into the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And I think we came back with one and uh, four, if I'm correct on that. 
Yep. And then we built on from there. So during that build, we won the Friday game. Uh, we, we lost the Saturday game and we won the Sunday game. So right away, if I remember correctly, we started the home stretch. Good. Fans were coming out. We were super excited for this team on paper for the pitching that we believed could compete in the East. And for the love of me, Sandy is the Saw Young winner of this year. And they performed, the pitching did when it was healthy to the standards that we held. The batting never came. The fans eventually stopped coming as well. But for the first two months, remember, all this is the last show, so let's talk about the season, right? We started April, a winning month. May, horrible. June, a winning month. And we were this close to getting back to 500. We were right on the cusp. Yeah. And that's when we lost 10 straight. Bye-bye, Donnie. Um, and you're losing streaks. But for those two months into the end of June, remember, we were in it, right? And we were kept two games out coming up, two games out coming up to the trade deadline where we were like, what are we going to do? Are we mm -hmm. buyers and sellers? I think before the line, before the trade deadline, about two weeks before is when the fans stopped coming because we went on a, another couple losing streaks. So the experience of the ballpark, ladies and gentlemen, I've been to other ballparks. You saw me in Chicago this season. Um, next season, I'm going to try to hit up Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Don't hold no. me to both, but one of the two will be visited by the loud one. And once I get there, I will light them up. No. Um, <laughs> in, in all honesty, the, the, the team was out of it by the deadline. We yeah. were, they became sellers. We knew they were going to sell. They did. And that's when the fans stopped coming. That's when the Twitter bashing happened. And, you know, I'm going to say this to this fan base. This was the year of let's get louder. Well, next year is the year of louder we go. Announcing here for the first time, that's next year's hashtag for me. Yes, Marlins, you can take it. I'll hand it to you. Louder we go because I expect you at the ballpark with me, at least every Saturday, getting as loud as possible. And is Saturday the the old like is that the optimal game? Is that where most people come? Not the Friday night or the Sunday day game. It's like the Saturday one is is the one. The Saturday one's the one because the people like me who don't live near the stadium an hour yeah. out without traffic and having to deal with that, you get down to Miami, have a great day at the ballpark, whether it's a four ten start or a six ten six forty start. Yeah. We, we get everyone, we get the three counties with the ability to attend. And it's been, there's been, like I said, some attempt, I would say, to keep the fans re-engaged. Like I said, this Sandy's Beach and whatever. I, I get kind of where they're going with that. It feels kind of nice and, and whatever. And, you know, we'll see what, what next year brings. But nevertheless, Sandy deserves a beach. He deserves everything he gets, to be honest with you. He's been absolutely sensational this year. Sandy Alcantara, as you look into 2023, you know, what What could we most likely expect from Sandy in 23, knowing that he's climbed the mountain here, a personal mountain, he's going to be the Cy Young winner. Are you expecting further growth, progression, a plateau, or even a decline for Sandy in 23? I want to say this to the fans, to the media, who are saying that Sandy Alcantara, Alcantara, however you want to pronounce it, will be a Marlin in 2023 we are not trading him he signed a a miami kind of deal where we can keep him for a couple more years before they decide what to do 
And this man ownership hopefully will want to compete. Mm-hmm. As for plateauing, I think he's just starting. What didn't he do this year that he's going to be doing next year? Starting the All-Star game. I don't know where it is. I don't care. Sandy should be on the mound starting the All-Star game. And I only say that he will continue progressing because of his mindset. Whether Mel Stoudemire is here or not, hoping he is also. Yeah. Sandy is such a competitor, and he's the quiet competitor. He's mm. the quiet one who strikes when he needs to. And I want to thank him if he listens. Thank you, Sandy, for a wonderful 2022 season. You don't know how much joy you bring. I haven't had the best out of baseball uh, couple months. You kept me going, and I thank you for that. And I hope to assist you in bringing fans to the stadium for all your starts. I'm with you, and I, I think Sandy, you know, has has embraced the fans too, and he wants to win. Here's, here's the question for you, though, mate. Gut feel, will Sandy be starting a postseason game for the Marlins in 2023? Yes. Yes, sir! <laughs> oh! Wow, the Don Mattingly impact is, is huge here for Chase. Baby steps. You know, we went from 67 wins in 2021 to 60. Mm-hmm. See, today, maybe 69 wins. Love that number. Probably more or less 68. Today will be the 68th win because we probably lost last night. Um, and, and we'll finish 68, baby. Come back healthy. Lazardo will be on the mound. Garrett will be on the mound. Cabrera will be on the mound. Uh, healthy, back to Norners will be on the mound. And, of course, our ace, Sandy. No doubt. Okay, and that's where I'm, you segued me into it. Let's do the ads, and then... We'll get into this because, to be honest, mate, the problems for the fish have been in the offense. I don't think they're going to spend the dough. And if they're going to retool this offense and upgrade it, one or more of these arms has to go. So we're going to dig into that and work out which one we think, or which two even, we think could go. But guys, I'm delighted to bring you a first-time ad. First time, a new ad. So get your ears into this one. And the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. That is true. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. Yes, sir. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. That's why I love it. So there's so many things to like about Safe, But the main thing, the main thing that I'd call out is that safety comes first. That's the first thing. And whether that is helping avert a break-in, the effectiveness of technology, or feeling extra supported by their team, that's the thing. It's the customer care, the customer experience. Those boys, it isn't just Buy a product and that's it. They're going to support you 24-7. Professional monitoring as well. So you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplisafe.com slash LockedOnMLB. You can save 20% on your SimpliSafe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. You can visit simplisafe.com slash LockedOnMLB to learn more. There's no safe like SimpliSafe. Love that strap line too. Stunning strap line. 
Okay, Chase, for me, at least one pitcher has to go this year. We spoke yesterday. You mentioned you feel like Pablo might be one. If indeed they double down. So let's let's assume that Pablo has to go. If they double down, two arms have to go because they're not going to spend any dough. Where's your head at with this? Because there's a lot of options. Sandy, in my, in my opinion, is untouchable. I think you've called that out too. So let's rule Sandy out. Pablo's gone. You've then got Trevor. You've got Eliezer Hernandez. You've got Braxton Garrett, Jesus Lozado, uh, Edward Cabrera, Jake Eder, Max Meyer, if someone wants to buy for the long haul, um, Uri Perez. Let's even throw him in the mix. There's so many arms. Uh, Dax Folden, let's throw him in there. Where, where are you going at here? Where do you think Kim leans if indeed they pull the trigger on two arms? Um, well, we know Pablo is going to be one. He's already been shocked. Yeah. Um, he was almost a Yankee. And if he was, I would I hate the Yankees. But I would have cheered for him. Yeah, me too. Um, I hope somehow she works her magic and turns Eliezer Hernandez into Brian Reynolds. Please <laughs> work your magic, Kim, and change and make Eliezer Hernandez. Get us Brian Reynolds. No, um, in all honesty, it depends who you're going after, right? Um, you're either gonna go after Reynolds and you're gonna have to give a loot a lot, um, a lot of gold for that prize piece. And will he be the center fielder that we need? Maybe. Um, the, the other, um, is Loriana. You know, I think you could get more from the A's than you for less than you will pay for Reynolds. Yeah. Um, Max Mayer is gonna become. Meyer Mayer is going to be coming off injury. Uh, Trevor is coming off of a down year. Um, it lost stock in his, but you know, some teams to have pitching will the fifth spot, right? They'll, they'll bring him in to fill the, fill the rotation. Uh, Yuri Perez, I think is untouchable. I think he's, he's the next guy to come up. The next big thing after Max Meyer gets mm. better. And, um, you know, there's a closer who can't get right called uh, Sixto. Sanchez. And I don't want, want him in the closing role on this team, throwing his 100 mile per hour three, four times a week as we're getting three to four wins a week, hopefully more. But in tall honesty, to close up this question, Pablo, uh, I don't think Eater, Eater has been up. I think he could be an arm that's a pull. Uh, I don't mind Garrett going. You know, those are fifth spots that you can fill. Yeah. Not easily, but get some usage out of um, Max. I want to keep Max. I think he has a bright future. He just needs to grow some facial hair. And uh, <laughs> Yuri Perez will stay. So, Pablo, please, Eliezer Hernandez. Uh, and Braxton Garrett should be uh, the guys that are here. If they swing a deal for Brian Reynolds, including – and it isn't maybe, you know – if Eliezer is in that deal, I will be stunned. And I will, I mean, again, this is on the record. So we can look back and say Chase called it Eliezer Hernandez for Brian Reynolds. Okay, there may be a few sweeteners or a few kickers to go with that, but wouldn't that be a stunner? Listen, Reynolds, just on him. The, the Pirates need to sell Reynolds. They're in that spot where they're not going anywhere overly quick. They need to move on from Reynolds and extract value from him. He's had a down year compared to last year. His peak value was last offseason. Another year of control goes away. The performance reduces. 
the price tag has come down. They've held on to Reynolds too long. Or they need to sign him long-term. I don't think they will. So for me, Reynolds is perfect for the fish now. Perfect. And I think they can swing a deal. I truly believe that the Marlins will swing a deal with the Pirates for Brian Reynolds. It will need one of the pitchers. It may be, it may be one of the real young dudes like an Eddie Cabrera that's got limited amount of service time in there. I don't know. But I think that they find a way to get a deal done. Their price was high. The price has got to come down. The Marlins are buying. They were buying last year and they couldn't get a deal done. I think they do. We'll wait and see on that one. And again, this center field riddle, it's really hard to solve it. You know, there's not there's not a million center fielders out there. It's so hard to fill. They had Starling Marte in. They didn't extend Marte. They're feeling the burn from that. They've continued to feel the burn. They, they need to address center field, not just with the stick, but with the glove. They need a legitimate center fielder that's a good glove and a good fielder because Lone Depot's huge. You have to have the stick and the glove. Brian Reynolds fits the profile perfectly, in my opinion. Um, exactly. Reynolds it is. Uh, okay, so if those are the arms that are potentially going, what I'm hearing there is Pablito, he's going to be gone. And maybe that's to address the middle infield. That was interesting. The Yankees deal was talking about getting in a middle infielder. Um, you know, they were talking about Gleyber Torres. They were talking about Gavin Lux from the Dodgers. Uh, I, you know, I'm intrigued to see what the future holds for Jazz Chisholm Jr. next year and whether there's a slide over to shortstop. He's committed to Great Britain, as we spoke about a few weeks back. And he's also, he was very forthright with this information. I'm playing shortstop for Great Britain. Jazz still wants to play shortstop. Do you think the Marlins give him an opportunity to play shortstop again? From what I remember in his big league time at short, he's had mm -hmm. errors. Mm -hmm. um, errors that we're not used to at that position. And are we going to fill that position with Trey Turner? That's a good point. <laughs> or Dansby Swanson, also a free agent who I would take on this team right now. Yeah, He's going to cost a lot. But he's the one brave that hasn't signed uh, to that team yet. Yeah. Um, see Jazz back with the Marlins at the uh, trade deadline. We were discussing how he may be gone because – Really, the management manager who are here, who will not be here, weren't big fans. And uh, we'll see if anything happens there. I hope he's back. He's the heartbeat of this team. It's the other guys that you got to think of um, who may be replaced. And that's Verdict, J.J. Blade. Will they be down or up? We don't know. Mm. Um, but to answer your question, sorry to bring something else up. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Jazz should stay at second. Second for Jazz, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's good at second. And But that then brings the question of who's playing it short. In your opinion, you've got Trey Turner going there. And absolutely, I mean, if the Marlins end up signing Trey Turner, then it's been a great offseason because <laughs> they've plugged the hole. And let's say, they, let's say the Marlins sign Trey Turner. They also trade for Brian Reynolds using one of the arms. If that's the only, and they'll need to do stuff in the bullpen, they just have to, but they'll piece it together like they always do. If that's all they do, would that be a successful offseason for the Marlins? And would you do do you see them having a fighter's chance of of getting into the wild card with those two? When you bring two all-stars to your team, mm. even though Reynolds was not a 2022 all-star, when you bring two 
all-stars to your team that makes you a better team. And that puts us in contention to compete with the Braves, who have signed almost every player for the next eight years, five to eight years. Um, And the Mets, who, when they get bounced from the playoffs early, are just going to throw more money into Mm -hmm. winning a championship because they can. Um, Do they turn the corner for us? I bet that getting those two players are 869 wins. Has to be. If those two are in there, plus Jazz and, you know, Soler and a bounce back from Avi and, you know, maybe Coop's at first base and, and whatever, you know, we'll, we'll see we'll see on that. But, you know, it's uh, it's definitely looking more enticing. And, and, you know, if Brian De La Cruz then slides over to one of the corners, let's say Brian De La Cruz in left field, and this is like, you know, September Brian De La Cruz turns up for most of the year, then the offense starts to look okay. I was looking, I was looking at the... The Brewers lineup, I was looking at the Phillies lineup uh, over the weekend, just getting, you know, right at the back end of the year, these two teams that are in the hunt for, for a wildcard spot, what is their what are their numbers looking like at a real high level? And I just scrolled down OPS numbers for all of the guys in the starting lineup on those days, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it was. Everyone's around about a seven, eight hundred OPS up and down the lineup. The Marlins, everyone starts with a six pretty much. You know, it's a 600 OBS. It's, they're so far off those lineups. And those are the guys that are battling for the wild card. The Marlins need to do so much offensively. They really do because it really just doesn't stack up. The Brewers, and I think, I kind of look at the Brewers and think, they look like they're struggling a little bit for talent offensively. But still, when you look at their numbers, they're miles ahead of what the Marlins are doing, which is, you know, disheartening in some ways. but. Nevertheless, um, when you look back on 2022, Chase, just to kind of wrap things up here in this episode, you know, it's game 162. When you look back on 2022, what are going to be the highlight moments that stand in your mind when you look back in a year's time, five years' time, 10 years' time? What are going to be those, those, those kind of flashbulb moments that stick with you? The one game that stands above all, that, you know, we're on 162, what do I remember? It is the Arizona Diamondbacks go home game where I think we scored 11 runs within two, within the ninth and 10th inning. And we were down. Mm. I think we went into the 10th inning there. Um, okay. But we were up. It was a Sandy start. Sandy came out. We blew it. Mm. Um, and Jazz came on and said, no, we're going to win this game. That's the game that stands out this season. Wow. Um, the heartbeat of this team left too early to have more. Uh, Sandy Al- uh, Alcantara, uh, he, of course, every game, every I think he finished with five complete games this season, more than any other team combined with any other team. No. Um, he uh, He's the guy that we're going to rely or remember from 2022, and that's it. Uh, this was a year of failure. This was a year of you have this fan base from the ownership standpoint. You have a growing fan base uh, of youth, right? You have all these Twitter and TikTokers and whatnot that follow Mm -hmm. me and others. You have 2,000 of them who wanted to come to games and spend money and you lost them because it just didn't work out. It was the year of youth for the team. The team was so young with all the injured players, all our youth came up and showed they're not ready for the big leagues. Yeah, that's Uh, true. 
even Max, we, you know, we wanted Max to be great. He lasted one in an end, one start of five innings and, and another inning, yeah. not even maybe an out. I think he, it was one out. Yeah, it was. You, you got to put the team in a spot to win. You need three good pitchers. We have five starting pitchers next season, if healthy, can really make the difference. But you have to put runs up because they may give up one to two runs, but we saw how many games we scored one run in this yeah. year and how many one-run losses that we had. What are what was it, like 40 or 50, somewhere in that range at the end? Yeah, I, th- I think it was at least 39, if not 40 now. I've kind of lost track of it. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of one-run losses, obviously. A lot of one-run wins, too, it, you know, it, it, when you kind of balance it out. they. Um, but still, it's an alarming one. But that's the way the team's built. Like, it's built on its pitch in the offense isn't going to blow you away. The pitching is going to keep you in games. You'll lose by one run. You'll win by one run. They need to, to upgrade. One final one, and then we'll get out of here. I'll let you get to the ballpark as well. Jazz Chisholm Jr. Jazz Chisholm Jr., all-star in 2022. And the question I've got for you is, do the Marlins extend him in this offseason? Do they make a commitment to Jazz and try and get a, a Cunha-type deal with Jazz? Something uh, maybe... Maybe it'll need more than that, but do they look to extend Jazz at this point? No. Do they look to trade him? No. Um, they look to see if he could stay healthy. Yeah. He has That's not the key been bit. for one full season. And you know, I love Jazz. This is not a knock on him. But if you're going to put a knock on him, it's not his play. It's not the fact he may come to the ballpark late. Who cares? It's the heartbeat that he is for this team and the amount of uh, pressure he puts on himself to win. But you have to stay healthy. Um, Amonia had a freak accident and he got paid the year before. Um, the guys who you are mentioning or the young guys who get their money, Tatis, whatever, they basically stayed healthy minus some motorcycle accidents and PEDs. Yeah, exactly. They, that's the, you know, that's the blueprint, right? Flash the skills, stay healthy, sign the deal. And then anything can happen. It's guaranteed money. That's the beautiful thing for major league baseball versus, I mean, you got to feel sorry for the NFL dudes, right? They they put their bodies, their minds, everything on the line, and it's not guaranteed money, most of them. they they got all these options, and they could be cut and all sorts of stuff. It's ludicrous, to be honest with you, the way um, the NFL allows that, that kind of contract situation to, to crack on. Or maybe they've just got poor agents. If it was me, I'm looking for fully guaranteed. Major League Baseball players having these fully guaranteed deals is sensational. Anyway, I'm going off on a topic there that I don't think we need to go into. Nevertheless, Chase... Do the Marlins win today and finish the season strong? We've done it the last couple of years. We're going to do it this year. Finish strong. Go into the offseason with pride that you can beat the division-winning World Series defending champions in your last game at home and take the series 2-1. to It's a good way to finish it. Okay, so that is going to wrap us up today for Wednesday's episode of Locked on Marlins. Chase, the Loud Marlins fan, back for a doubleheader. Appreciate you joining me, as always, buddy. And to the listeners, thank you for joining me all season long, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Here's the good news. Tomorrow is Thursday. Yes, it is the off-season for the Marlins, but I'm back! This show continues. The show must go on, and we are going to be deep-diving into players, manager opportunities, trades, everything. I'm going to get into an awards night. There's going to be an awards night coming up in the next maybe week or so. We'll get a few fans on for that one as well, and we'll dig into some awards. We'll give some awards out. 
which should be fun. So stay tuned on Locked On Marlins. Even though the Marlins season is cooked, Dolphins are absolutely in the mix. Heat are coming, you know, coming along too. The Panthers, there's there's so much going to be happening, but Locked On Marlins will still be here for you. Uh, but that will wrap us for Wednesday, and we'll be back tomorrow into the off season. See you then.